Good evening and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show and podcast for today. Wherever you are tuning into this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, Americas, Asia, Europe, and Oceania, welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform. With yours truly, Philippa Limo, I have love for sports. On today's podcast, we'll be looking at Algeria and their journey to winning the inaugural FIFA Arab Cup, which served as a World Cup rehearsal for Qatar 2022. I'll also be telling you more about the individual awards that were won at the FIFA Arab Cup, as well as Gianni Infantino's message and the story of Qatar's Basham and how he made his sporting family proud and the journey of Algeria as they made history. What history did Algeria make? Algeria claimed the FIFA Arab Cup 2021 title with the longest unbeaten streak in international football history. Algeria defeated Tunisia 2-0 in extra time to win the 2021 FIFA Arab Cup trophy on Qatari soil. I'll be telling you more and giving you more details about Algeria's unbeaten streak and their performance in the FIFA Arab Cup. So wherever you're tuning in to this special episode from, welcome once again. We are six days away to Christmas and a few days, 11 days away to the end of 2021. Let me know what you are most grateful for in the comment section. I am grateful for the gift of having to come your way every now and then with what I love doing the most, sports. And I'm also grateful for the gift of family and opportunity to spend time with my loved ones. Let me know what you are grateful for. Let's be grateful. Let's be thankful. For the Lord is good and his goodness endures forever. Tonight, without much ado, I'll go straight to our program. Algeria won the Maiden Arab Cup with a 2-0 win against Tunisia on Saturday after extra time goals from substitute Ameh Sahoud and Barimi in Aoku, a victory that backed up the credentials, their credentials for the African Cup of Nations. It also underscored the North Africans' dominance in a tournament that served as a World Cup dress rehearsal for Qatari organizers. The African champions needed 99 minutes to find the opener through Sahoud against a formidable Tunisian side who created opportunities and danger of their own but failed to capitalize. With the last kick of the game, Talisman and Qatari base Yassim Brahimi claimed through on goal wrapped up the 2-0 victory 
in the 125th minute to deservingly crown Algeria champions after a formidable tournament. Algeria had also left it very late in the semi-final game against host Qatar when Yusuf Belali netted a winner in the 17th minute of injury time. In response, the Qatari club, Qatar Hesse, terminated Balali's contract on Instagram. Balali, who had been at Qatar club since 2020, wrote, and I quote, thank you very much to Qatar SC for the moment spent by your side and a huge thank you to the fans and the management. Now, I'm a free agent. Can you imagine? Algeria beat Qatar in the semi-final and route to the final of the FIFA Arab Cup. And the guy who scored a winning goal for Qatar uh, for Algeria was later sacked by his Qatari club. That is interesting, eh? Yes. This is your most educative and informative sports show on the calling platform. And I'm here to give you all the tidbits that you need to know. So we would also be coming your way with the highlights of that game later on in the show. On Saturday, both Algeria and Morocco demonstrated the best and worst of North African derbies with fine build-up play and skillful combinations as well as sloppy passages of play and theoretical interludes. There was nothing to separate the two sides in Doha until Saud struck left-footed in extra time to leave Tunisia's goalkeeper, Hassim, with no chance. Tunisia responded with chances for Mohamed Benalabi and Chalali, but Brahimi decided the match when Tunisia left their goal undefended, wrapping up a two-week tournament that replaced the Confederations Cup as a warm-up event for the 2022 World Cup. The 2022 World Cup test event, which was the FIFA Arab Cup, had six representatives from the African continent. Last stage was last stage in 2012, but revived by FIFA in an expanded 16-team format to include more participants from across the Arab world and test Qatar's readiness for the World Cup. Both Sudan and Mauritania exited the competition bottom of their group, but Morocco emerged as strong contenders, scoring nine goals without conceding to be one of the four teams alongside Qatar, Algeria, and Egypt to progress unbeaten from the first run. Algeria's Arab Cup victory, however, reinforces their credentials to defend their continental crown in January when they start their campaign against Ivory Coast, Equatorial Guinea, and Sierra Leone in Group E of the African Cup of Nations that will be taking place next month in Cameroon. And on this show, I'll be giving you all the tidbits that you need to also know for the African Cup of Nations that will be taking place next year in Cameroon. In Qatar, Africa's numbers, number one side were without their major, their major stars, including Man City's Mares, who scored a 50th milestone goal in their game today. Countries often travel with reserve squad because clubs were not compelled to release their players for the Arab Cup, a tournament outside of the FIFA calendar. It allowed coaches to experiment and assess, assess a number of fringe players in a bid to prepare for next month's African Cup of Nations. 
with Algeria, Tunisia, and Egypt, whose fourth place finish has intensified pressure on coach Carlos Quires in the competition until the last day, the Arab Cup had a distinct North African flavor with beautiful fans often igniting the storied rivalries in the stands. More than 500,000 tickets were sold for the 32 matches across six stadiums, all World Cup venues, the bulk of which went to Qatari residents. The Arab Cup allowed Qatar's 2022 World Cup organizers to test operations and test the games in a biosecure way through the introduction of fan IDs and a local contract tracing application. The quarterfinal between Qatar and the United Arab Emirates at the Al-Bayad Stadium drew a record 63,439 fans, the single highest attendance ever for a sporting event in Qatar. The tournament confirmed Qatar's hosting credentials ahead of next year's global finals, which will kick off on November 21st and mark the nation's journey to a decade-long preparation. Qatar's project was estimated or is estimated to have been to have spent to a whopping $200 billion on infrastructure including $6.5 billion directly on the World Cup to stage the 28-day extra vaganza next year. But the country's reputation has been tested by allegations of corruption and human rights abuses. That is it for that. I would also be giving you Gianni Infantino, the president of FIFA's message and his impression on the trailing inaugural edition of the FIFA Arab Cup. This is Mr. Infantino's message. Said, we will make it possible under the umbrella of FIFA, the FIFA Arab Cup will continue. It has to continue because it is such a successful event. It is proof of what football can do, bringing continents together, bringing people together, bringing countries together, bringing fans together, and bringing players together. The president indicated this joy, this emotion, which has been feeling throughout this tournament, not only in Qatar, but in the entire Arab world and all over the world, we will discuss how and under which conditions it will continue with the best players playing in this competition. Those were the words of Gianni Infantino. He also went on to say, it was great to have the opportunity to meet with people who have been making sacrifices to ensure that our society can continue to function beyond the COVID. They told us to put health first, and I commend them for their tireless commitment and dedication during these difficult times. Yes, on this show, kudos to all the health workers and health professionals who are working hard and ensuring that we stay safe and in the most comfortable environments, especially in these challenging times. So tonight, I would also be giving you the background of how Qatar has, of how Algeria have the longest streak 
in international longest unbeaten streak in international football history and how they recorded that fate in Qatar. And I'll be giving you highlights of all that. So the longest unbeaten streak in world football is currently held by European champions Italy with 37 games. They went 37 games unbeaten. And in doing so, they won the Euros. The next team to have done that is Brazil with 35 games. And Spain, the Spain 20, class of 2010-2011 squad, they went on to also do 35 games unbeaten. And Algeria, as at the last game they played yesterday, have gone 34 games unbeaten. And remember, Algeria can break that record given next month's African Cup of Nations is just a few days away. So how did Algeria make history in Qatar? Let me tell you. They played their first game against Algeria where they beat... The Algerians played their first game against Sudan where they beat Sudan by four goals to nil. I'll give you every step of the way the record they broke and I'll... I'll also give you more details about the tournament itself. I've given you some. I'll give you more as the show goes along. Don't flip your dial. Don't change your dial. Keep tuning in. Keep logged on to your most exciting and educative sports show on the calling platform. So let's take the highlight and the journey. The five games Algeria played at the FIFA Arab Cup and their journey to the record of having the longest unbeaten streak in international football. So we take the first game, Algeria-Sudan, where Algeria beat Sudan by four goals to nil. They will be one of the favourites to lift the Arab Cup. Sudan, as we said, the lowest ranked team in the competition. 32 games in this tournament. This is match number five. Ago, they played New Zealand in Dubai. Oh, brilliant! Right at the start of the second half, Sudani gets his name on the score sheets as well. And didn't he enjoy that one? Getting the ball away under a little bit of pressure. It's coming straight back at Sudan. Yeah, I'll take a quick look at it. He's going to come and have a look here for a potential penalty. Lamry was involved in seven. a foot on the foot. He has given the penalty. This is uh, the second shot on goal. And saved by the goalkeeper. Full time here in Al Rayan. 
It's in East Algeria for Sudan nil. So that is Algeria's first game at the FIFA Arab Cup. The second game was against Lebanon, where they beat Lebanon by two goals to nil. If you are just tuning into this podcast, we are recapping Algeria's journey to winning the inaugural FIFA Arab Cup and their journey to holding the longest unbeaten streak in the history of football. So let's stay tuned and enjoy. Let me give you the highlights of that game of Lebanon, Algeria, as Algeria beat Lebanon by two goals to nail. The Al Janoud Stadium in Al Wakra is in expectant mood ahead of Lebanon against Algeria. Looked in now and headed goalwards, back off the bar. And then on the follow-up, cleared off the line. The initial header, I believe, was Mehdi Tabat. And then on the line, a wonderful clearance from Hassan Alzheim. Alali's gone down. Three points to the penalty spot. Alali has been a menace throughout this match. Yassine Rahimi up against Mustafa Matar. And he's scored. They are the team that has dominated much of this game. Lots to play for. The horizon for Lebanon. Here is a second yellow card for Hussein Brzezeki. And Algeria are down to 10. They continue this. Clear foul by Hussein Alzheim. And he too has also been yellow carded. So the numerical advantage is no longer plunged in recklessly. Down to 10 as well. Straight through to Messiani. One on one with the goalkeeper. And absolutely no mistake from Tayyip Messiani. And the full time score at Al was Lebanon 0, Algeria 2. Yes, that is the full time of that game. And the third game, that was the the group stage game, the third game of the group stage game, Algeria drew with fellow North African rivals, Egypt 1-1. And I'll give you excerpts of that game. This magnificent stage is set for a clash between the reigning African champions, Algeria, and the seven-time African champions, Egypt. Benayada sending one across the pitch into feet of Yassin Brahimi, who is brought down. And it will be the first yellow card of the night. Akram Trofik will miss the quarterfinal. These cards could prove pivotal later on. Looks as if Brahimi will take this one. And he squares it for Balaili. An opportunity into back post! Algeria have the lead through Mohamed Tugay! It worked out perfectly via a deflection of Ahmad Fatou. Corner comes in with pace. 
Molly had come and he'd missed it initially, but now claims. And the referee is heading across now to have a look at the monitor. It is a possible penalty, and there is the challenge from Tugai, and it is the kick there. Tugai is the player that scored the goal for Algeria, and he is now the player that has conceded a penalty. Amro El Sulia up against Raiz Mboli. And El Sulia has squeezed home the equaliser. It's Algeria 1, Egypt 1. Sudani. And it was the youngster Tiklawi who lunged in. He has a yellow card. The referee is heading towards the review area. The yellow card is cancelled. And the red is coming in. It's finished all square, but Egypt are the winners of Group D by virtue of a better fair So that is that game between the reigning African champions, Algeria, and seven times African champions. That game ended 1-1. Remember, Algeria has the longest unbeaten streak in international football and that is what we are we are analyzing their journey at the fifa arab cup in the five games they played they didn't lose any of those games in the quarterfinals in regulation time they drew 2-2 with morocco and went on to beat morocco 5-3 on penalties let's take the highlights of that game as Algeria overcame Morocco in the FIFA Arab Cup quarterfinals following a dramatic penalty shootout. Who will grab the semi-final place in a meeting with the host Qatar as North African rivals Morocco and Algeria meet at the Al Tumama Stadium? For waiting for a cross. They are checking for a possible penalty. Now the referee's been asked to go to his review area. Is he going to change his mind and give it? We're about to find out. Penalty, Algeria. Oh, he nearly saved it. He got there, Zaniti, but the hand wasn't strong enough. Morocco looking for an instant reply. Good position here. Saniti. Oh, he nearly stopped it. 
5-3 on penalties. Algeria through the plate to host Qatar in the semi-final here at Altimama on Wednesday. Yes, Algeria went on to play the host Qatar in the semi-final. And the, the guy who scored the winning goal for Qatar in that game, for Algeria against Qatar, plays his club football in Qatar. And after scoring the winning goal against Qatar, his contract was terminated by his club. Isn't that interesting? That is the passion of the game. And sometimes in football, one thing, and in sports, I love people to know that football is a, it's a game of friendliness, love, peace, and sportsmanship. And uh, we must always exhibit the highest level of sportsmanship, be gracious in defeat, and humble in victory. So let's take the moment Yusuf Belali scored a winning late winner as Algeria overcame Qatar in dramatic fashion in the semi-finals of the FIFA Arab Cup. Wonderful atmosphere at the Al Tamama Stadium in Doha and a huge prize at stake. The host nation Qatar and Algeria a place in this Saturday's final of the FIFA Arab Cup 2021. Spinning well here for Ishmael Mohamed. Wasted time in getting the cross in. He brings the header. Yes, Qatar 1, Algeria 2. That was in that emotional semi-final game. I'll give you the details of that final game between Algeria and Tunisia. Then I will give you the highlights of that game. Algeria's Amer Saoud had a strange FIFA Arab Cup 2021. After appearing in Algeria's first game against Sudan, he was an unused substitute for the next four games, sitting out on the, on the bench against Lebanon, 
Egypt, Morocco, and Qatar. Then with 66 minutes gone in Saturday's final against Tunisia, the Algerian coach brought him on. Saoud's day got even better nine minutes into extra time when he received the ball from Baghdad and curled an unstoppable left foot shot into the top corner from 25 yards to give his side the lead. After the game and award ceremony, I caught up with Saoud virtually to ask him his impressions of the game after being named player of the match. His response, and I quote, I didn't play in four games and then came on as a substitute and scored in the final, which was something I just didn't expect. He went on to say, I wasn't upset at being left out for a few games. I just kept working hard until I got the opportunity and I'm happy how it all turned out in the end. One thing I like about Saul's attitude, as I spoke about a while ago, about the spirit of sportsmanship and being gracious in defeat and humble in victory. Sometimes in life, things will not go your way, but always keep a cool head and keep your focus on your dreams, on your aspirations, and just keep doing what you've got to do. And most definitely, I'm pretty sure you would achieve your goals. One thing Saul said that struck me. He said, I wasn't upset at being left out for a few games. I just kept working hard until I got the opportunity. And I'm happy with how everything turned out in the end. In the end, he scored one of the goals that helped his team win the inaugural FIFA Arab Cup. Having left out, having been left out for technical reasons, Saud was keen to make an impression when he came on. The 31-year-old was frowning. However, when he passed up a golden opportunity to put his side ahead, hesitating on the ball and allowing the Tunisian defense to clear after being put through on goal by Benaja. Asked if he had ever doubted himself after missing the earlier chance, he said, not at all. I kept doing my best to help the team. Tunisia left us some space and that allowed us to create opportunities. Reflecting on the goal, Saoud said, I took the ball from Baghdad in my stride, controlled it, just and just hit it. I'm so pleased it went in. Just as they are done against Egypt, Morocco, and Qatar, Algeria had to sweat it out against Tunisia. It was a difficult game, Saoud explains. They are a very strong team, and the physical factor played a big role. We had tough tough games, starting with Lebanon, then Egypt, Morocco, and Qatar, all of which were really draining. I also don't forget that we only had two days rest before the final, and compared to the other teams who had the toughest opponents, we put in a lot of effort, and it was our determination to make the difference in the end. I'm really proud of this Algerian team and the record they have set in this tournament. Let's take the highlights of that final game as Algeria beat Tunisia to claim the inaugural FIFA Arab Cup. The final of the FIFA Arab Cup. FIFA Arab Cup Qatar 2021, a Maghreb derby. 
between Tunisia and Algeria at the magnificent Al White Stadium. Tunisia free kick will be taken by Naim Sleety. Nicely fight the free kick. Give a header off the bar. And Bolly was beaten. Now Buncha. Plenty of support in there. Missy Ali wide. Should have been 1 0 Algeria. We could really open up Algeria now. Glorious chance for Jaziri! Well, half the stadium think it's in. So we go to 30 minutes extra time. He's going to be coming on, but here come Algeria now! There is the goal! And it's the substitute with a quite glorious finish. One touch, two touch, out of his feet. And he couldn't have directed it any better. Tunisia with Jaziri. Nice cut back. Oh, it's just wide. Only just wide. But the man who's just come on, Ben Arby. Goalkeeper coming up. Good fight on that. Goalkeeper struggling. Algeria defending well, and there's no goalkeeper in there. It's going to be all over now for sure. The easiest goal you would ever see. Cue the party for Algeria. Yassine Brahimi. Algeria's night, Algeria's trophy. So that is the moment Algeria won the inaugural FIFA Arab Cup. The host Qatar went on to beat Egypt on penalties to win the third place, that is to claim bronze in that game. And one guy who was instrumental is the goalkeeper, Basham. And on this episode, I would also be telling you the story of the goalkeeper, and the impact he made for Qatar in that game. First, we take the highlight, and I'll tell you the story. He comes from a very strong sporting family with an Olympic-winning heritage. And I'll tell you more on this show. Heartbreak for Egypt and Qatar in the semi-finals of the FIFA Arab Cup, both losing to late goals. Three days later, they meet on Qatar National Day to determine who will finish third and fourth of this tournament. Mustafa Fatih looked like he was going to turn that in for the opening goal. Michel Barsha 
to keep it at nil-nil. And we will go to penalties after extra time. Karim Bodia. Goalkeeper goes the wrong way. 5-4, advantage Qatar. So for the second successive penalty, Egypt have to score. So after extra time, Qatar beat Egypt 5-4 on penalties. And who was the hero of the day for Qatar? It was Mashal Basham who inspired Qatar to third place at the FIFA Arab Cup. The young goalkeeper kept a dazzling display with decisive saves during the shootout. He comes from a family with a golden Olympic pedigree. Mention the, mention the name of Basham in Qatar, and the locals will no doubt talk about global athletic star Mutas Basham, who won gold in the men's high jump at the Olympic Games in Tokyo 2020. And earlier on the show, I spoke about sportsmanship. Mutas Basham made history at the just-ended Tokyo Olympic 2020 Games during the summer, where he shared the podium for the first time in the history of the Games with, Itali- with his colleague from Italy when they were both tied in the high jump race. That is the family he's, he comes from. His brother is that athletic star, Mutas Basham. As of this Saturday, however, the family has one more reason to be proud of his sporting sons. After Mutas' younger brother, Meshal, led the host to victory over Egypt in the match for the third place at the FIFA Arab Cup. It was the goalkeeper's first appearance of the tournament with coach Felix Sanchez having made Saeed Al-Sheb his first choice, then giving Yusuf Hassan a run-out between the posts in the final Group A game against Iraq. The 23-year-old Basham made the most of his opportunity at the stadium, denying the Pharaohs one more than one, on more than one occasion in the second half. With the sides locked at 0-0 after extra time, the game went to a penalty shootout where Basham proved his worth again, saving from Mohamed Sharif to secure a 5-4 victory for Qatar. After the game, I caught up with Basham, and this is what he had to say about the game. It was my first game of the tournament, and I was ready to play, as were the other keepers. We have been preparing for a long time for these big games. Luck was on my side today. I saved quite a few shots before blocking the last penalty. Basham, who made his international debut against Costa Rica in a friendly game in November 2020, came in for praise from his coach for his meaningful contribution to the host's third-place finish. This is what he had to say 
about his coach. He said, and I quote, he had a great game today. And thanks to him and the rest of the players, we got a third place position in this tournament. This was a quote from the coach, Felix Sanchez. It was an outstanding performance from Basham. He's a very young player, but he's very talented and extremely professional too. He handled the emotion of the occasion really well and helped us a lot. Basham was indebted to his teammate, Basam Arawi, who spoke to him at length before the shootout and gave him some valuable advice. Revealing what he told the tourkeeper, Basam Arawi had this to say. The colleague, I'm referring to the colleague who encouraged the goalkeeper Basam. This is what his colleague had to say. I told him to pick an angle and not to hesitate and change his mind when the opponent took the penalty shootout. He also advised him not to come off the goal line because the kick would be retaken. The hero of the hour was all smiles as he held the player of the match award and joked that his sporting genes were the secrets to his side's outstanding performance. What a lovely, lovely story. It's been great. It's been exciting coming your way with tonight's edition. But just before I wrap up, with the show tonight, I'll give you details of the individual awards that were won at the FIFA Arab Cup. So the Fair Play Award went to Team Morocco. The Golden Boots Award went to Jaziri Safidin from Tunisia. He won the Golden Boots. He was the first place player. And the Golden Gloves went to the Algerian goalkeeper in Boli. Reyes and the golden ball that is the best player for the tournament went to Brahimi Yassin. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been great coming your way with the 13th episode of the FIFA World Cup show. Tonight's edition has been great, has been fun. It's six days to Christmas, 11 days until the end of 2021. Let me know in the comment section what you are most grateful for. Like I said earlier on, I'm grateful for the gift of life, the gift of family, and the gifts and opportunity to present on this platform using the gifts and talent that I have to do what I love the most. I love sports and have passion for sport. Talking of passion for sports, next year, I'll be coming your way with an additional program where we'll also look at other sporting disciplines, not just the FIFA World Cup show. If you want to know more, let me know what you are thankful for and what you are grateful for in the comment section. And as I come your way with the next episode during the course of the week, stay blessed, stay safe, and enjoy the Yuletide in a very, very healthy manner. Thank you and stay blessed. It's bye for now.